Hello and welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asif Lakani and my co-host is... Nabil Alani. And on today's episode, we're talking NFL schedule release. So pretty much the rest of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Right? And um, on this episode, we're also drinking some beer. Back to drinking some beer, Mr... Fasting. Eid Mubarak. Eid Mubarak to you, my friend. Eid Mubarak to all of you listeners who are still listening to the show 30 seconds in. And, uh, what 41, are we... 42, 43. Yeah. What are we drinking today, Nabil? Uh, Hubbard's Cave. This was a special pickup from a wedding we went to about a week and a half ago in Chicago. Hubbard's Cave. We are currently drinking bourbon barrel aged peanut butter s'more. It's not... Boz squared wedding, but maybe in a few years it'll be Boz squared. So, anyway, Harvard's Cave, Bourbon Barrel Age, Northbrook, Illinois. We went to the brewery over the weekend. We met the co-founder. Great guy. Nice yeah, guy. I think his name was Robert. I don't know. But we met the co-founder of Harvard's Cave. We talked about it on the last episode. And this is, again, the Bourbon Barrel Age Peanut Butter S'more. It's about 9.47 p.m. Pacific time, according to <laughs> Nabil's computer right now. And uh, that means it's well after midnight Eastern time. It's Eid Eastern time. And this beer comes in at, what, 13%? Um, for, the, for the groomsmen, for the groom, I'm sorry, it is a gentleman's 13 And for so, the groomsmen, it's just 13%. That's, that's the thing. So uh, just giving it a nice... It's this, already at room temp. It's already at room temp uh, <laughs> because I do not have a uh, fridge big enough that can handle or like a a beer cooling device big enough that can handle this. It, 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 like I would just put it in my regular fridge, FYI, whatever. Slash, it's cold enough though because it's been in my car for a few hours because I did just get done performing. If you listen to the last episode, you do, you probably caught the end of the last episode, which said I was... Doing stand-up comedy at Slowport Brewing. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Slowport Brewing. I had a show tonight. Uh, Nabil can tell you how I did. He was there. Thank you, Nabil. He did great. We are talking a lot for a podcast. That's that's weird. But let's uh, go in. And the just... irony of talking a lot for a podcast is this is what the show is about. But Nabil, tell me what you think about that beer, my All friend. Right. So, um, the nose on this. I mean, the nose on this is fantastic. Very, you get. Very peanut buttery smells. I mean, uh, the nose is very accurate. I mean, you get the peanut butter. And so, yeah, this is uh, Imperial style with peanut butter, chocolate, graham crackers, marshmallows, and vanilla. And, of course, it contains peanut butter for those of you who are allergic to so nuts. So, it's a bourbon barrel aged stout. The not, I don't think it's imperial, it could be imperial, but it's bourbon barrel age. I don't know if it's imperial, uh, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, it is imperial. I apologize, it is imperial. Um, I apologize. Um, but yeah, yeah, the mouthfeel is great. I mean, it does get the mouthfeel of a s'moreish type of spout, stout sitting at 13%. I mean, all in all, this is a fantastic stout, it's right onto the description, everything that you. Think about it. High ABV. Uh, you get the peanut butter. You get the s'more. You get the bourbon. Uh, right at room temperature is where you get everything that's needed. So I would say if you're going to have this stout, start off it very cold. So you can get the coldness of it. But then let it warm up. Because as I've said on every time we've had a stout, 
once the stout's warmed up, that's where the flavors come out. And right now, we got all the flavors. Oh, yeah. And shout out to, again, shout out to the people at Hubbard's Cave. The mac and cheese was good. I love the tap room. But mm-hmm. we got to be there a couple weekends ago. The Cubs game was on. The artwork was great. The merch is great. The food is great. The service is great. And the tap room was very COVID conscious. Like, most people were sitting outdoors. It was a beautiful day in Chicago. Um... Yeah, man. Shout out to Harvard's Cave. Happy to have them on the podcast. And we got to meet the founder. And who cool. knows? Maybe. Maybe next time we'll talk to him and maybe he'll be on the episode. I mean, uh, I'll slide, I slide into DMs more often than Pete Rose slides on the basis. Or, and that's in the Bill's case. In my case, where I told people while I was on stage tonight, I no longer carpe DM. I now slide into DM. So as far as that goes... We might be sliding into the DM of Hubbard's Cave. But also, the reason Hubbard's Cave might be on the podcast again soon is because we got some Bears football officially confirmed for the rest of 2021, my friend. So, uh, if you weren't aware, do you know what today was? Achu, do you know what today was? Today was my Eid. Yes. Because it's literally Eid. But also, today was the NFL schedule release. Schedule release. Schedule L. Schedule L. So not only am I drinking again, but the schedule L is out, which means I'm trying to figure out what game I'm going to. So right now, what we got up right here on my two screens, on my two screens, on my two screens, on my two screens, we got the bear schedule on the left and the Falcon schedule on the right. And we're going to figure out what, what the game's going on right now. So let's start with this. Um, awesome. Do you mind if I start off with the Bears schedule? No, please. Because you know why? Because it's Cinco Bears de Field, and baby. Birds and Brews. We got Bears, Birds and Brews slash Cinco <laughs> de Field slash Justin Fields slash the Los Angeles Rams Sunday, September 12th All right. on NBC. So, uh, so we got the Rams week one, Bengals week two, which is the home opener of the Bears. So we start at the Rams. Then home against the Bengals, at the Browns, home against the Lions, at Las Vegas, which should be every Bears fan's And that's dream. on Sunday, October 10th. The same day that the Falcons are in London. We'll talk about that. Which should be every Bears fan's dream road trip. So we'll get back to that, closer to that date. Followed by pack, um, home against the Packers. At Tampa, home against the Niners at Pittsburgh, then a bye week, uh, November 14th. Then you are um, at the Ravens, home against Detroit, at the Cardinals, at, wait, sorry, um, at the, wait, home against the Ravens, at Detroit, at the Cardinals. I'm fucking this up, aren't I? Uh, on the road at Green Bay, Sunday, December 12th, Monday night against the Vikings at home, and uh, and then... At Seattle, home Giants at Minnesota. And that Minnesota game is a week 17 game, or week 18, yeah. is a week 18 now? Week, seven, week 18, week 18. So the, the 17th game of the year is a division game against the Vikings at noon. Reading schedules is hard when you're drunk. Which I am right now. Uh, so I do apologize. And also when you haven't drank in like... A month. Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. <laughs> ten days. I drank ten days ago. Shout out to Harvard's Cave. 
Um, but at the same time, yes, I did fuck up the middle of the schedule. I got confused by the uh, the way it was highlighted, but it's all good. Um, so I was looking at this game right now, looking at the schedule. I legitimately think there is a... And again, this is a, you know, optimistic, very drunk, optimistic nap talking right now. I got Bears at 10 and 7. Okay. I got a loss at the Rams because... Week one. Week one at the Rams, I got a loss. I feel like Fields won't be there. Week two against the Bengals, I got a win. Is that the Andy Dalton revenge game or is that Justin Fields coming Because Justin party? Fields in and that's Joe Burrow... Joe Burrow not being Joe Burrow off the knee injury. Okay. One and one. Cleveland, I got Cleveland winning. One and two. I got Bears winning against the Lions. Two and two. At Vegas, I got the Bears winning. I'm sorry, I got the Bears winning at Vegas. Three and two. And this is the weird one. Packers, Bears. Right now, with all the stuff happening with the Packers, I have to think... The Bears will be 500 against the Packers. So I got the Bears beating the Packers at home. 4-2. and two. At Tampa, I got Tampa winning. 49ers, I got the Bears winning against 49ers at home. It's at that point, I feel like... On it, Halloween, for on, what it's worth. On Halloween, I feel like it's going to be the Trey Lance-Justin Fields game at that point. Right? Sunday, October thirty first. That's like what week seven or eight. Yeah, so makes sense. That would be that's a great call out though. That's a great five, call out. Five and three. I got Bears five and three going at Pittsburgh, which at Pittsburgh I got the Bears losing. No, actually at Pittsburgh I got the Bears winning. Wow, so on Monday night, six and four. I'm sorry, six and three. Six and three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Six and three. I got the Bears winning. Then Ravens, I got the Bears losing. After the bye. After the bye. That's six and four, right? Yeah. Six and four. I got the Bears losing. At Detroit, I got the Bears winning. Seven and four. Cardinals, I got the Bears winning. Eight and four. Wow. At Green Bay, I got the Bears losing. Okay. Despite winning the first game. Yes. That's, fair. That's fair. I mean, division opponents are hard to beat twice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's 7-5. All right. 7-5. and five. Vikings, I got the Bears winning. That's 8-5. and five. Is that the Kellen Mon coming out party? Possibly. Possibly. Okay. On Monday Night Football, once again. 7-5 and five right there, right? You're right. Seattle, I got the Bears losing. Seven and six. Giants, I got the Bears winning. Eight and six. Minnesota, I got the Bears winning. Nine and six. And I, I obviously missed the game somewhere in there. Somewhere. Because I'm drunk. Yeah. But as I was saying, 10 and seven is in the Bears schedule. Yeah. Well, so then I don't think you missed a game with that. I think my only thing there is obviously the Bears are going to lose the day after Christmas to Minnesota, to Seattle. In mm-hmm. Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a given. Obviously, you're not going to beat the Packers both games this year. That's just not going to happen. San Francisco, um, week seven or eight. I mean, that's a toss-up. Monday night against Pittsburgh, that's a toss-up. 
Vegas, anything can happen in Vegas, especially in the So I don't think you're wrong there. I mean, I think you're right about the Bears going at least 9-8 and eight or 10-7 and seven this year. I mean, it's not unrealistic. However, according to what? Some sort of statistic, the Bears have the third hardest record. Yes. Or the third hardest schedule in the NFL for this upcoming season, either with a rookie quarterback or a one-year starting quarterback. Doesn't make it any easier. And a coach who's probably on the hot seat. Maybe, maybe not. So, um... So, I just want to go back to our last episode where we weren't as hyped about the draft, but that was because we just got shit-faced in Chicago for too long. So... (laughs) I literally didn't catch up on sleep until four days after we recorded the last episode. So, facts. Facts, facts, facts. So, I think Justin Fields is going to be a huge difference maker in Chicago. I also do think that there is an outside possibility he will start week one. Now, what did you just say a moment ago? What did I say? I don't know. We're both very drunk right now. You said Justin Fields is going to be a huge difference maker. No, no, no. no. Before I started talking. Um, I mean, you could go 9-8, 10-7. You're going to split with the Packers. There's some no. upsets there with the Vegas. That's not what it was. It's all good. It doesn't matter. I am shmammered. We this is the epitome of Bears, Birds, and Brews because we are both literally just fucking lit, lit right. But I would say we are both also very excited about the Bears schedule. I mean, as an outsider looking in about the Bears schedule, this is the first thing I see right now. I'm actually very excited to see you guys playing the Giants again because, excuse me, those have been very good games. The last few years. Um, I mean, at least if you look at the last two years, it's kind of been like a one-score game. And they could have gone either way. And both teams have a lot to prove. Obviously, I don't think the thing people realize about the Cardinals yet is that J.J. Watt plays for the Cardinals now. Yeah. So, like, that game takes on a whole different significance, especially when you look at the Cardinals weren't in the playoffs last year literally based on the technicality. So they're pretty much a playoff team. So you've got a playoff game. Yeah, we game. got it over the Cardinals. Right. So the Bears have a playoff game in about like week 12 or 13 of the regular season this year in terms of you look at the caliber of the opponent that they're playing. I'm very interested to see how the Detroit games go because Jared Goff is now the quarterback of the Lions, not Matt Stafford, and your kneecaps might be in trouble. <laughs> Two games out of the year, right? It's great to see the Ravens on the schedule because Lamar Jackson is maybe... Well, definitely a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now if you look at overall player at that position. Maybe even top five, arguably. Uh, pretty not, not bad for a running back anyway. And so, um, no, the Bears have a good schedule and Justin Fields is going to be pretty good in terms of... He's going to be starting... The majority of the games this year, if not... I mean, I don't think every game this year, but I think you look at, like, week four or five uh, at home against Detroit or on the road in Las Vegas, Justin Fields is going to start. I can't imagine he's going to start week two when Andy Dalton is the quarterback, QB1, quote-unquote, going back or playing against his old team. So, before we move on to the Falcons, I do want to say one last thing. The Bears do have five nationally televised games. Uh, you got the Rams week one. We got the Bears at the Rams. 
And then you got Bears at Pittsburgh, week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Week nine, Bears at Pittsburgh for Monday night. Uh, then you got Bears at Green Bay. Um, you also got Bears at Detroit for Thanksgiving, which is before. And then finally, you got Bears. Uh, you got Vikings at Bears for Monday night. So you got five um, nationally televised games. But you also got three 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock games, depending on if you're Central or Eastern time, which are... Or Pacific, like we are right now, well, kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and that won't be 3 o'clock Pacific. Yeah. It'd be 1 o'clock Pacific. You get the yeah. point. So you got Bears at Vegas, which would be at 3 o'clock. You got Bears at Tampa, which is at 3 o'clock. And you also got Bears at Seattle, which would be 3 o'clock. So there's possibly eight games that could be nationally televised for Bears fans, depending on where you're at right now. Slash, two questions for you, Nabil, before you go to the Falcon schedule. One... Which game are you most excited for on the Bears schedule at the moment? I am always. I will. It doesn't matter the schedule to me. The game that I'm always most. most I'm looking the bill in the eye right now as he says this. The game that I'm always most excited about will always be Packers at Bears. Okay. So you got one of those on Eminem's birthday and then the other one <laughs> the day on December 12th. So if you know Eden Mubarak, then you know what December 12th is all about. And that second game is a Sunday night football game. That Packers-Bears is always most exciting to me. I mean... Even if Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback? Doesn't matter. Okay. Packers. Just had to confirm. Packers-Bears. Okay. And then my second rapid-fire question for you. Of the games that you see on the screen in front of you to your left right now... How many are you going to? Slash, how many are you going to try to go to? So, that, that's a great question. Uh, right now, I'm at a uh, I'm at a standstill between going to the opener at Los Angeles yeah. or going to Vegas. So I'm between those two. So There's week one and five. Week week one and five. There's a good chance that neither happen. There's a good chance that both happen. I don't know. Uh, between those two, I am also thinking about going Tampa. And I also would love to go to Chicago. So I would love to either go to the Lions game or the Niners game. But the thing is, I understand I can go to all four games. So it's it's some of those. Are also, with the being a Chicago Bears fan, you got to realize that... Um, Whatever games you're going to go to will be on the first half of the schedule versus the latter half of the schedule. Because? Chicago's fucking cold. Okay. Now, if this game, if this Cardinals game was in Arizona, that would have changed the game. Do you think so? Arizona in December is beautiful. Right. <laughs> I've been to Scottsdale. I actually, I've been to Scottsdale, too. I want to go I went, back to Scottsdale. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Scottsdale uh, in December is phenomenal. Well, I was saying to Bill, just looking at this, you got the Lions in Chicago Sunday, October 3rd. You could do that and then go to Las Vegas Sunday, October 10th and make both of those games happen right away. See, my, my ideal trip would have been if somehow, some way, the Bears would have gone uh, to L.A. 
and then the next game would have been at Vegas. If it would have been an away and away. Okay. That would have been fantastic. Just think about the road trip for any Bears fan. Like, if you go to L.A. for a Sunday night game, and then there's a... Well, go to L.A. for a 4 o'clock game, and then there's a Thursday night game the following week in Vegas. Like Ideally. How perfect would that be? Ideally. No, that would have been great. And, I mean, it's a three-hour drive, so obviously it's very more than possible, if you will. But, hey, we, we're in Atlanta. Tampa and Chicago are playing each other again. So you might be able to make that happen sooner rather than later. But we are not only a Bears podcast. We are not. We are also a Birds podcast. And by Birds, we mean... The Atlanta Falcons slash the number four overall pick in the NFL draft, Mr. Kyle Pitts. Welcome to Atlanta once again. In case I was too high on the last episode slash too drunk slash... Sleep deprived on the last all the episode. Above. Uh, slash all the above on the last episode. Welcome Kyle Pitts to Atlanta. So before I go into the regular schedule, I just gotta say that the the Falcons are playing a preseason game on my birthday. I'm gonna be hosting a comedy show that night, but I'll be watching the game because I told them my people aren't coming to the comedy shows unless the game is on. Slash NASCAR is on Sunday, what? May thirtieth, Memorial Day weekend. That's the first show. We're gonna have the race of Charlotte Motor Speedway on. But beyond that, man, the Falcons play the Eagles at Tampa, at New York, versus Washington at home, versus the Jets in London. Which is a Falcons home game. Yeah, which is a Falcons home game. Then you get the bye week in week six. Um, You got the Dolphins. At the Dolphins. In Miami, October 24th. You got Carolina at home on Halloween. You got the Saints at home. All right, you get, you're at New Orleans a week after that. Then you got the Cowboys in Dallas on November 14th. You got the New England Patriots in at Foxborough on Thursday, November 18th. You're going to Jacksonville. Tampa's coming here. Then you got Carolina in Charlotte uh, week 14, December 12th at 1 p.m. Then you finally get somewhat of a primetime game, your second primetime game of the season if you're Atlanta – December 19th at San Francisco, which is, we know... It's is a 4 o'clock game, so it That's could why be I said somewhat of a primetime game, depending on where you are. Um, it's, I mean, it's literally... I'm looking at the schedule right now. It's the third... Finish the schedule, and we can talk about the rest of the yeah. schedule. So then you got Detroit. Uh, you're going to Buffalo January 2nd. And then you're closing out the season... Versus New Orleans at home on January 9th for week 18, 19, for the 17th so, game of the year. So, What's up? a couple of thoughts. First of all, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, NFL schedule makers, like, I, I understand there's other teams. But Falcons, like, they have a fan base. Falcons are a very respectable team. I mean, like, you can't just give them one primetime game it's one primetime game november 18th can you double awesome can you double check if, is that a thursday night game for me i just want to make sure it's not a thursday night on game. november 18th that thursday night game yeah let me check real yeah first. i hope that's not a thursday night game because that it, it could it be. seems like it would be because yeah, it's the 14th 14th is the game before 15th, that 15th 16th 17th 18th that's five days 
So yeah, November eighteenth is a Thursday night game. That that's actually very disappointing for me. That's a Thursday night game, is it? Is a Thursday night game at Mercedes Benz Stadium of all places? You would think at least go to Foxborough for that one. So right? you, so you got the twenty eighth to three redemption happening, uh, November eighteenth. Is it, so the only primetime game the Falcons have is November eighteenth, which is a Thursday night game, which every team is not like. It's it isn't even like well I good. think to your point the bro it's more is, of an obligation again like the bro said the only primetime game the Falcons have is November eighteenth against the Patriots but it's not even the the Patriots it's the Patriots without Tom Brady yeah. and one year removed from Tom Brady and and is it Thursday against night? Matt Ryan versus Mac Jones I and guess is it that's Thursday night game which is more of an obligation versus an actual like every team gets a Thursday night game. Yeah. So, and for all we know, this might be the Falcons' obligation to Thursday night or the so, Patriots' so, obligation. So what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's a little um, insulting, the fact that the Falcons do not have any real prime. They don't have a primetime game. Sorry, and then what I was going to say, following up on my earlier point when I was drunk, and I'm still drunk, but the Falcons have two off-schedule games this year aside from that Thursday night game. So they play 405 against the 49ers on week 15 and then 405 against Tampa Bay in week 2. So like really the Falcons have like three four off schedule games that are now 1 p.m. Eastern time games um or primetime so, games. So to be honest, what I would say for that for the Falcons is that's like to be honest, that's a good thing for for the Falcons, like for the players. Oh, for the players, it's great. Because they have their schedule regimented. I mean, like, they have one, two, three, four games. Yeah, right? I mean, count it with me, Asif. One, one two, two, three, three four. four. Four games. Excuse me. That are that are against a regular regiment. And again, we've told you about the three... Four, the two four oh five games and one eight twenty game on Thursday and then that Sunday, October tenth at nine thirty AM, Falcons play the Jets in London. I'm hoping to be at that game while the Bill is in Las Vegas. What an episode that's gonna be. One. Two the disrespect is very real because the Falcons are not being taken seriously, despite having Kyle Pitts, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mike Davis. Well, well, well they, may, Grady Jarrett, they, they may not have Julio Jones, Jones very often. Uh, Julio Jones may be on his way out. AJ Terrell. Okay, but even then, I still gave you like seven other names who should be household names in the NFL. And the Falcons are still only getting three or four off-schedule games, what we'll call them for this episode. But it's okay, because I'm trying to be at the game in London. I'm always down to make a road trip. I would love to go to San Francisco because I've never been there. It seems like that might actually happen. Uh, I love the idea that the Falcons are finally going to Buffalo because we hosted Buffalo a few years ago, and that was a trap game. The Falcons lost that one. However, January 2nd, 1 p.m., the Falcons are going to be playing up against Bill's Mafia, and I can't think of a better playoff prep game because I do think the Falcons are going 10-7 and seven this year based on the schedule that they have. I think you're going to split one with Tampa, one with New Orleans, which is always the case. I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is better than Matt Ryan, but I do think that there is an upset brewing there. 
And I think Washington, Ron Rivera knows you pretty well. So there's an upset there. I mean, again, I think the Falcons are going 10-7 and seven this year. By upset, what do you mean? Do you upset, do you mean the, rec- the Washington football team would win? Or by upset, do you mean the Falcons would win? No, I think Washington football team might win that game week four okay. against Atlanta. However, Atlanta will rebound again strongly with the Jets against the Jets in London the week after that. But essentially, I think 10-7 and seven happens because you're going to have one loss from New Orleans, one loss from Tampa, maybe a loss from Washington, and or a loss from Buffalo and or Jacksonville, if not Dallas. So, I mean, the Falcons schedule, I'm, to be honest, I'm not as excited about it this year. But I am excited about the Falcons this year as a whole, despite having one primetime game. Because, Nabil, as you'll recall, I did say the Falcons will be a playoff team this upcoming season, and I do believe that. And with 10-7... and seven, You said it last year, too, though. Yeah, but this year, I mean it. Uh, you, you, I'm pretty sure you meant it last year but as well. But at 10-7, with the third easiest schedule in the NFL this year, I think the Falcons can do it. So we'll see what happens. But we're not just watching the Falcons this year or the Bears this year. We're also watching... All football this year, and the Bills are about about to tell you what the schedule is for the rest of this year. So, we're looking at the the rest of the primetime games. Now, um, as a regular football fan, Thursday night games don't really matter. So, I'm not going to care about Thursday night games. I hope you don't care either. So, we're going to roll over Thursday night games. and we're I mean, gonna- as long as there's no Falcons or Bears, then we're good. I mean, uh, we already talked about the one Falcons game that's happening on Thursday night. So, uh, is there a there the only Bears game on Thursday night is on uh Chris, on Thanksgiving. So let's go ahead and move over to Sunday night football. So I'm gonna tell you my most anticipated Thursday night football game, which at this point uh will be. As I'm stalling, uh, week 12, Baltimore Ravens versus Cleveland Browns. The I'm, reason the bill is stalling for that is because I got to take a shit right now. No, because you have to find your game. No, I know. I, the, the joke yeah, was that. take a shit? No, but the joke was that pause. the last time Baltimore played Cleveland in primetime, didn't Lamar Jackson have to take a shit? That's very true. Right. That's the reason the bill is stalling right now. Uh, as far as my most anticipated... Uh, what is it, Sunday night game? Yeah. I mean, I got to say, dude, Kansas City versus Buffalo week five. Um, you you talk about anticipation. You talk about hype. You talk about the next generation of NFL football. That's a pretty good one. The week after, we got Pittsburgh versus Seattle. Two modern-day historic franchises, although obviously one of them is an all-time historic franchise. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, those two games, I think, are good. To be honest, I think Sunday Night Football as a whole has a great schedule this year. All right. Now, we're moving on to our most anticipated Monday Night Football. And I'm using my most serious voice because the uh, alcohol is went down my throat and it's kind of making me want to cough. But I'm not going to cough. It's Shout okay. out Hubbard's Cave. Hubbard's Cave. is it, It's syrupy. It's very syrupy. Okay. So. Barrel aged. Ugh. My Nab's most anticipated game for Monday Night Football shall be 
fuck. <laughs> if Nib- well, if Nabil's stalling right now because he's looking at the schedule, I know he's singing Week 15 Bears versus Vikings because obviously this is a Bears podcast. I personally am looking forward to Week 7, October 25th, Seattle Seahawks versus New Orleans Saints. I think um, uh, the W guy, listen, the, the kid from Florida State, Winston. Jameis huh. Winston versus Russell Wilson. I, I mean, obviously, we know Russell Wilson, barring injury, will be the starter for that game. Hopefully, Jameis Winston will be the starter for that game. But I think Jameis Winston versus Russell Wilson, Monday Night Football, makes for a great matchup. I think that's going to be a very good game. And a playoff-like atmosphere. I wouldn't say a playoff-like preview, but a playoff-like atmosphere because we know the Saints expect to be in the in the playoffs every year, and the Seattle Seahawks will probably be in the playoffs this year. So that's my pick for Monday Night Football. I found my game. So, week 10, November 15th, we are going to have the best play caller, best offensive play caller in football, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco Francisco 49ers. Asterisk 28-3. Versus at the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, the Wonderkin, it's going to be Matt Stafford versus Jimmy Garoppolo slash Trey Lance. At that point, I expect Trey Lance to be on the field, and I expect it to be a chess mass, a chess match of offense between two amazing offensive minds going against each other. Okay. The only thing I have to add to that is my wild card for that is week 14, Monday Night Football, Arizona Cardinals versus Los Angeles Rams. Um, you got Kyler Murray versus Matt Stafford. Matt, Stafford. Matt, uh, Matt Stafford versus J.J. Watt. You got Aaron Donald versus Kyler Murray. Can't miss TV, right? DeAndre right? Hopkins versus J- Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I mean... Week, what is it? Week 14, December 13th, Monday Night Football. Do not miss it. Put it on your calendar it, now. It, it, it's a happy day. It's a, it's, it's a, cush, it's a cushy day. It's, it's a cushy Right. It, it's a, I mean, again, week 14, December 13th, Arizona it's Cardinals. It's a cushy Versus Los Angeles Rams. No constipation. Pure entertainment. Book it. Save the date right now. I can't watch that game, but you can watch that game. I mean, I hope if you're still listening to this right now, you will be watching that game because I do think it might be the best Monday night game of the year. Maybe. I mean, it could be, right? We just gave three scenarios, four scenarios as to why it could be. Head coach, uh, wide receiver versus defensive back, quarterback versus defensive end, quarterback versus defensive end. There's four scenarios as to why Arizona Cardinals versus Los Angeles Rams week 14 on December 13th could be the best Monday night football game of the year. So now it's on y'all. You let me know. You tell me. What game are you looking forward to? And me. And him. (laughs) Tell us. Tell us. What game do you think that we didn't realize, we didn't acknowledge? What game is the game that's very important this year? What game is going to make or break the Bears? What game is going to make or break the Falcons? What game is going to make or break your favorite team that you're listening to us to talk about? And if you're listening and you need a hint, I would say the Chicago Bears versus the Pittsburgh Steelers 
on Monday Night Football at, on Monday, November 8th. Seems like it'd be, be a pretty good game in terms of historic franchises going at it. Hey, FYI, last time the Bears played the Steelers, Jay Cutler just trucked the fuck out of that asshole. What asshole? Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I've already retweeted it. I will retweet it again. Well, there you go. So, Cut he does it. Naboo's going to do that at Bears, Birds, and Brews. We are at Bears, Birds, and Brews. That's where you can find us. Not only can you find us on social media there, but you might be able to find us in London on October 10th for the Falcons versus Jets game because I'll be there. Or you might be able to find us in Las Vegas on Sunday, October 10th because the Bears are going to be playing the Raiders. And if you don't find us at either of those stadiums, you could always find us at Bears, Birds, and Brews for every game of the season because we're watching every single game as much as we can. You're watching. You're watching. You're listening to Bears, Birds, and Brews. I don't know what else there is to say other than, um, Nabil, how do you feel about the 17th game of the year being a division game? Because I will say... I was fully anticipating week 17 to be, or the 17th game to be the Falcons versus Jaguars. Turns out it's a division game. So it's going to be Falcons versus Saints and then the Bears at Minnesota week 17. I guess it's kind of on par with the NFL in terms of the so, last game of the uh, season. is always a division has game. made it a, uh, like a point to make the, end, the last week of the season to always be a divisional game to make it matter more. <laughs> Uh, they've done that for the past, uh, I want to say, 15 years. Playoff implications. So playoff implications are always at play. So the fact that um, the fact that the last week is a playoff game for every team. I mean, the last game, week 17 for Monday night is Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. So the fact that uh, week 17 is always a playoff game, I mean, a, a divisional game. For playoff implications make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about 17 games, but at least the last game of the season, again, is a divisional game, likely has playoff implications. I like that. I accept that. And Falcons versus Saints, January 9th. I'm ready. Nabil, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, but <coughs> I do have a couple of side notes. Side notes. Let's go for it. Man. Right, I got as, as we're gonna end, as we're gonna end everything off. First side note, Asif. FYI, did you know? Did you know? What did I know? Did you know? I maybe that the Atlanta Hawks clinch playoffs today. I did know that, and then I forgot, and I I know that now again because you reminded me. But the Hawks are going to the playoffs. Shout out to Trey Young. You know, the investment is paying off. Trey Young. Uh, Atlanta Hawks made the playoffs. Um, in other news, um, the former Chicago Bear Charles Leno did sign with the Washington football team as their left tackle. So, you got news over there. And um, I think that's all I got right now. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is two things. One, the Aaron Rodgers watch is on. The Packers signed Blake Bortles. We also know they they drafted Jordan Love. And then, obviously, they have Aaron Rodgers. So, the Packers have three quarterbacks in the quarterback room right now with Matt LaFleur. We'll see what happens with that. The second thing I'll say is at Bears, Birds, and Brews. And then, 
a bonus for you. I like playing fantasy football because I don't have to worry about getting a concussion. That's all I got to say. Take it away, Nabil. All right. Well, you know where to find us at Bears, Birds, and Brews. Uh, check out Herbert's Cave. All those amazing beers. Amazing Shout stuff. out Herbert's Cave. This is great. Uh, also, Anna Una, which is a part of Herbert's Cave. Uh, again, we thank you for listening. Um, also, check out Asif's uh, post coming up very soon. His stand-up at Slowpore was fantastic. Um, and I think that's all i got to say. Schedule's out. we got to get ready for the NBA playoffs coming up soon. And, um, hey, cheers. Rise up, bear down, at Bears, Birds, and Brews. Thank you.